Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren. And we are back. And today we have special guest Aida Rodriguez. She is most recognized for being a top 10 finalist on season 8 of NBC's Last Comic Standing. She's also been on a variety of other things, which she's going to tell us about today. We can't wait to talk to her because she says the things that everyone needs to say. But she does it for you. She does it for you because people get so nervous about being honest and shit. And she's just like, "Um, hi, this is it. So deal. Deal. So we might even have her do a special game with us later. I think that if we get to it, it'll be good because... I like candidness sometimes. I also do. And sometimes I just forget the words to say because I'm like two in my head. So having somebody else like pull it out of you or or remind you of what you should be saying is, I think, going to be great. Somebody that's good at being brutally honest and also an outside perspective is a great combo sometimes, especially when you're dating because you need that outside perspective. You get in situations and you're like, everything's peachy keen. And sometimes it's not. And you need someone to slap you out of it which is why it's so great to uh date in this day and age when you have screenshots so you can send them to all your friends and be like wait a second did i misunderstand this what's happening here people put you in your place they're like no 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 that while that sounds great or it could be the reverse like wait why are you taking it that way he meant it sounds like he's being nice Mm -hmm. or you never know my favorite instagram uh meme right now is there's your side his side and then there's the screenshots yeah (laughs) Which is the reality. Right. So, yeah. Oh, geez. Dating, dating, dating. This is obviously our source of every topic we ever, ever, ever talk about. (laughs) No, but I mean, uh, the reason why it's actually funny because the reason why this radio show even came about for Jen and I is because we and a lot of our girlfriends are single and we found that we talk about dating all the time. Like when we're not like, oh, are we going to go out or how are you? How's work? Like all that like ancillary jargon just comes in and out. And then we get to the nitty gritty. Like what guy are you seeing? If you're seeing a guy, what's going on? Like what did he last say? Is there drama? Is there not drama? How is it? It's like the topic of every conversation. Every conversation. I think it's because that's what we care most about as like human beings also as females well yeah it's about like finding and trying to create a connection and then when you're in the process of doing it there's so many things that happen and there's so many ways things can go and then you and all your girlfriends it's like that's all we talked about so we're like why don't we just talk about it on air yeah for everyone to hear no big deal yeah because trust us we have plenty of stories to tell plenty oh my goodness so last weekend this is a story jen and i basically killed it we went out and jen lives in a different area of la now so we decided to explore that area went out um and you know it's been i've lived in la for a while so it's been a while since i've been out in this area and it was fun it was like not that much different than i remember it but it was like a good change and we ran into people that Jen has met before. Yeah. And uh, then the night, like, wackiness ensued. Like, this guy's friends came over and started to talk to us. Then he came over, and then Jen realized that she knew him and he knew her. And so the night 
went on from there. We like bar hopped and then we met other people. And I think then once you're in this mode of like meeting people and being open to people and they're kind of like keep coming towards you. Yeah. We kept meeting different people all night long. I think people were gravitating toward us because of exactly what you're saying. And it felt good as like us, I think, like getting that attention and not just because like, oh, look at us, look at us, you know, like we need attention. It was more like a reminder, like we got this. Sometimes it can be hard when you're like in the same city with the same people doing the same things. You forget what you like, who you are. Yeah, you forget who you are, you go through the motions, and then a little thing like this kind of reminds you like, oh, there. even on a like surface level, there's other things to do besides go to this one same bar all the time. Or Now granted, like the shit that happens is still the same. It's not like we had some crazy thing happen and we met our husbands or something, but like no. <laughs> we, you know, it still all was the same. It was just a nice change, and then it kind of like shook things up a little bit. So we, we, um... We had fun. I realized that I'm a pretty good wingman, which I did. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm, like, not into it, though. Sometimes I'm like, dude, I'm not into staying out this late. Like, I don't know what you're doing, girl, but go do your thing. I am leaving. You will be fine on your own. Yes. And then, but for whatever this weekend, I was into the wingman-ness. You were, like, excellent. Like, after the fact, I wrote you, like, a whole speech. Like, you killed it on the wingman front. Because I think it's a very hard role to play because you have to pretend you're interested in the people around or you might have to find interest in the people just because, like, that's who you're with, like, while someone else is maybe meeting someone. And stay positive and stay, like, upbeat and having fun and, like, keep the whole party going. And... Like, you were great at, like, talking to all the people and, like, balancing act and... Right. I think it was the amount of alcohol I had in my system. <laughs> Could it be the wine, then the vodka, then the wine, then the vodka, then I the mean, wine, then the vodka? And then the, the what was it, like, a mocha martini? I never even get flavored martinis. They're, like, <laughs> disgusting to me. But because this guy was, like, all it is is, like... I think it was like a shot of espresso and like a little Kahlua and then just like vodka. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's fine. Because, you know, they make those stupid martinis and they're like syrup and shit. I can't drink that. No, but I think that was perfect because you got the like dose of coffee. Maybe it woke me up a little. I can only have coffee like that when I'm drinking because it's like an upper and a downer and then they cancel each other out. <laughs> Otherwise, if I had straight coffee like that, I'd be like, I might as well have done a line of Coke. Not that I know what that's like. In all serious, I don't. But I've never done that before because I think it, I know what doesn't mix well with me. Hence why I can hardly drink a cup of coffee sometimes. But only when I'm like hungover or drinking. So I knew it would be good. And then I was like, ooh, and it tastes good, too. It was actually pretty tasty. And it was like a fun environment. We were at the, which is not called the the Sri Lanka Hotel, but the Shangri-La Hotel. Which Jen kept saying Sri Lanka. But you know what? There, the the door guy, Leon. Yes. He was so nice and totally into our radio show. And maybe he's listening right now. Hey, if you are. But he started following us. Yeah. We got a fan, too. That was great. It was a great night. It was really fun. Yeah, we and then we just continue to drink. I, you know, sometimes you get to a point too where you're like, "How much alcohol did I have?" And then you think back the next day, and you're like, "I think I seriously think I had like eight drinks." I wouldn't doubt that. Because, I don't know how I did that. Well, we started at like eight, yeah. and we went until when you spread it out and forever. you're eating in between, then it's fine. Yeah, we stopped for ice cream along the way. Yeah. Then we had breakfast later on. Oh and- my goodness, it was a lot. Um. I am. I think you know what that was. I. I think subconsciously we were gearing up for this weekend. Yes, because that's the Super Bowl, 
And we're going to San Fran and the surrounding areas. Where, yes. are, where are we going? Santa Clara? Well, no. Santa Clara is where the stadium is. Oh. stadium, But the, we will not be going over there. I need to get my story straight because I've told the people an assortment of things. Yeah. <laughs> San Francisco. San Fran, first of all, don't call it that or Frisco because the second you do. Oh, I would never like, call it Frisco. Who? Where? So San Francisco is where we're going. The whole name. It's like not a frat or it's, it's a not, fraternity. No, it's not like you're in L.A. and you're an agent and you don't have time to say the word availability so you can only say avail. No. It's San Francisco. They do that. Why yeah, do it's do the that? worst. I hate when people abbreviate words that don't need to be abbreviated because it only is like 0.5 more seconds of speaking. So yes. Calm down. However, we will butcher the rest of the English language and yeah. create new words. Well, so uh, San Francisco <laughs> is where we're going. Uh, we are super excited about it. There is going to be a billion festivities. My brother hit Super Bowl uh, City this weekend. So Super Bowl City is like the Market Street and Barcadero area of the city where they've kind of like closed it down and there's booths and there's like NFL experiences and everything's really expensive. Oh, good. My brother's like, it's like a million dollars for a soda. Like, don't even bother. I'm like, oh, God. So, you know, they're going to do that. But anyway, there's some live shows. I think Alicia Keys is performing. Um, So we're going to hit that up. We're going to hit up the parties, too which we're really excited about. And um, we're probably going to be drunk the entire time. Totally. And we're going to video most of it. So stay tuned either on Periscope, Two Drunk Girls, TV, on YouTube. You'll you'll be seeing some stuff. I'm nervous because we did take a video of each other this weekend. And it was painful. We did it while we were drinking to see what that would look like, you know, in action. Because normally we'll just drink in studio and, like, it's in controlled a controlled environment for for our two drunk girls yeah. show, and this was like, what if we were already shit faced, and then we were we were talking about the Oscars, and it was like, whoa, <laughs> Jen Jen could not keep her facts straight. I couldn't say my <laughs> words straight. It was like, I, you know what? I think we could do though, Jen. I think we could chop it up and release it and release it. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys, because I think we could make like a highlight reel of it. Oh man, it would man. be pretty funny. It's. I think it's hysterical, but it's like also kind of like, oh no, I'm embarrassing. Was I doing that in real life? Oh too? yeah, look, is that how it sounded when I was speaking to people like normally? Because it must have been an oh my god, wow. I thought I was like, I seem totally sober. I know. Well, which is a good lesson to other people. This is why you don't get in the car. And also, this is why you should videotape yourself at one point during the night, so a you can remember, and b then you have a factual like. like recreation of what it was actually like because in your mind you're like i was fine and then you're like oh my god no i was not sure wasn't which is also why i think it's hard to do but like when you go on a date i feel like you shouldn't drink that much because i i think it's okay to have a, a couple drinks but i think you wait until you're more comfortable with the person because then that shit happens. And then you're like, oh. totally. A, you don't want to embarrass yourself. B, you want to actually remember the things you talk about. And you don't want to like put yourself in a situation where you're like, just because you're drunk, you're like doing, and I don't even mean sexual things, but yes, doing things with this dude you wouldn't normally do. Because then guess what? When you wake up in the morning, you're sober and you have to deal with this guy that thinks you like them or think like, no, thanks. I'm mm-mm. no, no. Mm-mm. So but like two drinks or less. Probably. I also am not the type of person who personally will get drunk and do things I wouldn't normally do. It's very rare. Like I might be a little more loud or a little more like a teeny bit more hyped up but will I go and do things that like the next day I'm like oh my god that's not no I don't I really there's very rarely that I do that just because I think I'm like 
a little nervous and wound tight. And I'm always in the back of my mind have consequences. Always. Well, that's good. Very responsible. See, not only is she a I wingman, try. but she's a responsible wingman. So I you try. should all get yourself a Lauren. You can't have this one because she's mine, but well, uh, you can go find one of your own. I try. Um, I try. Well, you do a damn good job. So we have some celebrity gossip. Oh, yeah. Rob Gronkowski. Okay. I have a friend who is a huge Patriots fan. He might be excited that I'm talking about Rob. I think they call him the Gronk. I think they do. Yeah. Anyway, um, he is talking about Valentine's Day. Um, I guess E! News has learned that this uh, this tight end for the Patriots, he didn't even realize that Valentine's Day was coming. And it's probably because he's single. Yeah, he's and which is the most important part of this whole story because he's super cute and yeah, now is, we know he's single. He is very cute and he's single. And, and if you want to get him a gift for Valentine's Day, you should probably get him a calendar that says it's Valentine's Day approaching. Also, it reminds me because it's such a Hallmark holiday. You know how Hallmark Channel always does like a bunch of Christmas shows? Which <laughs> My are, favorite. Our favorite. <laughs> They have a whole bunch of Valentine's Day shows, <gasps> movies too. Don't even, yeah. It's kid. like there's like four of them. They're like special Valentine's movies. Um, oh my goodness, uh, Christensen, blonde hair. She was a, a popular actress in the early 2000s. Helena? No, that's she's brown hair. No, I can't think of her name. Her last name's Erica. Erica Christensen. She's in one of them. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Surfaced in the Hallmark Channel, but yeah, there's like four of them. Uh, movie marathon. Yeah, coming totally right. Gonna watch it. So maybe. Gronk can come over and watch freaking Hallmark with us. Well, maybe we'll meet him this weekend at the Super Bowl awesome. and then we'll have a Valentine's date that we share. Double date with Cam Newton, who is like the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't know where he has been. I am just jumping on his bandwagon right now, but I literally cannot with him. I know that you cannot. Every I tag Jen in every Instagram photo. Every we post. single one. I think I still have to catch up on like one you sent last night. It's just too. Oh, he was doing karaoke. He was. Well, yes, he was. He sang a song, an Ellie Golding song or some song. Or no, 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 it was a Calvin Harris song. He's like, Taylor Swift did Calvin Harris? What? The DJ? And then he sang the song. And it was so, he's so cute. I don't even care. He could blink. And I'd be like, look, he's blinking. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> well, that's love if I've ever heard of it. It is. It's the real deal. Uh, so there's a new dating app out there. Oh, oh And yes. it spawned from the phenomenon of hashtag 2015 best nine. It was at the end of the year when uh, this app like released a collage of your photos that were the most popular throughout the year, got the most likes, and it like summarized your year in photos. So now that company took this concept and it's called nine. And through that, you find people like on Instagram basically and date them. But it's kind of a confusing concept because it's like, do they – pick the nine photos is it the best nine of the year what if they meet in the middle of the year where do those best nine come from well wait so i think i'm what i'm getting is is that the app will pick your nine kind of like how uh the app the original meme did right like it picks your most popular nine photos the ones that got the most likes right i guess but then how is that going to like connect with other people and their nine photos i'm sure there's going to be some algorithm it's, it's saying that Based on your photo and maybe like what you've hashtagged or something, like if you're a foodie, 
and that's showing up in a, like a lot of your yeah. photos, then that's going to connect. That's how it's saying it's going to connect. I don't know, like like you said, like technically how they do that, but yeah. somehow they match it up that way because they see what most of your photos are, what that has in common with someone else, which I get that's kind of... Well, my, most of my photos are with you, so... Oh, true. So <laughs> then you could date both of us. Exactly. Two for the price of two. I mean, so far, there's 130,000 people on this app already like as of day one which is a lot because you know our complaint with these new apps is usually like well who am i gonna date on there if there's like yeah if there's nobody to choose from yet um however the people on there seem to be between the ages of 18 and 24 which we are not and don't want to date you no thank you that's way too young and goodbye but in other dating news uh eHarmony actually has a special that ends today and it is the service for 9.95 a month so which is much cheaper than normal much so if you want to try the service out and you want to subscribe now is the time to do it like right now because otherwise it goes back to regular pricing. It expires. And I know a lot of people who have hooked up and married and had kids from eHarmony. They say that eHarmony goes into like extensive questionnaire matching on like all different levels where obviously these dating apps are more, I think, surface level. Yeah. You can find somebody, sure. But like it's not – I feel that people that are on eHarmony are seriously like I want to get married. Not yeah. just like maybe I'm dating. It's like a, a real serious report you have to fill out. And then you have to be approved. Yeah. Like if there's some issue within the things you filled out, like they will reject you. I would be very upset if that happened. It, yeah, I can't imagine. What? How is that? How does that? That's fucked up. You're like, I am trying to date. I haven't had success in the dating apps. Like this boyfriend cheated on me. I've tried to be been set up. Like I'm going to do eHarmony. Like it's not last resort, but you're like... I'm doing this because I feel like this is serious. And then you get on there and eHarmony rejects you too? Well, I, I think... I mean, what is that? I think it's more that they reject you if you're not a serious person. So if you don't fill out the thing entirely or if you put one picture instead of six um, or your picture is inappropriate or like you just didn't mm-hmm. really even fill it out. So it's like, well, we don't want people that aren't serious about yes. finding love on here because also then it's hard for them to probably do the algorithm and match if you're not actually yeah. filling out the thing you got to be serious but wouldn't that suck though if you were serious <laughs> yeah. and you didn't know what you did and then you're like why are you rejecting me too? one more person not telling you what happened turn the adele on and get a bottle of wine that's what happens after that oh <laughs> god um speaking of adele and songs have you guys heard the new Mike Posner song? He's back. Mike Posner is back. <laughs> he had like one song like in 2011. And now he has a new one. And it's called I Took a Pill in Ibiza. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is A, because it's a good song. Mike Posner is, I think, like technically pretty awesome. He writes and produces for other people. Um, but what I love about him is that he is so self-deprecating. Like every word in the song is like... Yeah, I just did this because I wanted this person to think I was cool. And I usually like try and date women, but I tell them that I'm busy with my job, but it's really because I can't open up. And like (laughs) the whole song is about like, I just like. Sounds like therapy. I did. I'm like in the only like part about the first line in the song is I took a pill in Ibiza because he says he wanted Avicii to think he was cool. 
No. And then that's it. There's I would no, want Avicii to think I'm cool, no too. There was no other part of the song that has anything to do with taking pills. The rest of it is more about, like, I'm this guy, and oh, and it's not like, <laughs> woe is me, but he just kind of like, yeah, I'm like a washed-up pop star. Like, it's really, like, just this is what it is. So and here's another song, though, and you might like it, and actually I think it's doing pretty well. But I like that about him because it feels kind of like us. Like, <laughs> you don't really take yourself that seriously. I mean, listen, we post pictures on Instagram, photos of us or whatever but like most of the time we're kind of making fun of ourselves because who really wants to sit there and like be serious be super serious all the time like it's just so boring and not creative and like i i just selfies i mean i i think i have a problem with selfies like i have a really hard time posting a selfie if i'm taking a selfie it's to send it to somebody like a girlfriend because i'm like snuggling with my cat or something but i'm pretty (laughs) sure you could look at my instagram and there might be a selfie or two from like way back when. Or it's like a promotional thing. Like we yeah. we do it at our radio show. We'll do it at After Buzz. Well, right. And then we're kind of like making fun of ourselves. Or yeah, exactly. If I'm doing working or something. But rarely do I just sit in my car. I, do, I don't have one photo like that where I'm in my car with my seatbelt on and I'm making like a face at the camera. What? Who? What? 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 Wait, but does that face that you don't make have duck lips? No, even if you're not making duck, duck lips, which is whatever. But like, the, take the seatbelt off and get out of your car or something. Like, who? What? Are you, <laughs> why? Hi, I'm in my car and I think I look pretty. So I'm going to take a photo and post it because I want everyone to see how pretty I look right now. It's like, how does that not? How do you not see that's what that is? To me, I'm just like barf in my mouth. Barf also when guys have dating profiles that have them taking a selfie in the mirror. Like they haven't yeah. mastered like the Kim K like upward angle selfie which actually makes you look good yes they do the like reflection in the mirror yeah and like why because they're just getting out of the shower and they want everyone to see that like lower ab area which (laughs) freaks me out like okay great that it's there but like also you're an inch away from showing me something that is gonna make me go unless it makes you go ooh. Mm. What have you ever looked at a photo where you go, ooh, like a dick pic? I don't well never i don't don't mind that so much as like a stranger a dick pic no (laughs) <laughs> I've never looked at a dick pic and went, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Ever. it's sorry. Like you haven't seen it before. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, it looks like it's just, it's a dick. I mean, I, this is, come on. <laughs> it's not pretty. I mean, I'm fine with them, clearly. But like, do I look at him and go, oh, well, that looks good. Well, on no. that note, I think we should bring in I our don't. guest. <laughs> because I, I think we need her opinion and on I dick think, pics. <laughs> I think she could tell us what she thinks about dicks and how she let's let's ask okay wait ada or aida are we saying ida ida okay okay i wasn't sure my grandmother's name was ada and she spelled it that way but uh, it was pronounced that way so i just didn't I both was... of my grandmothers are oh really a-i-d-a oh. Uh-huh. really on both sides wow both sides. no way yeah well then that makes sense that that's your name <laughs> all right so no choice <laughs> while we're talking about it have you ever gotten a dick pic I did. And you know, I'm a stand-up comedian, so I got a dick pic from another stand-up comedian <laughs> accidentally. He thought he was sending no! else. And it was so funny because he was so embarrassed. Mm. Um, he was sending the picture to his wife, and our names are very similar, and <sighs> four-letter names, similar in spelling. And um, But it was funny because... When I saw the picture, I was like, that's it? No. No, wait. Did you write back, though? Yeah, I I, I made light of it because I knew he was uncomfortable. So. Of course. <laughs> but it was funny as hell. I wanted to give him hell for it. But then I was like, uh, he's going through a lot of shit right now. So yeah. I can't. But 
Um, I, I, um, I'm not, I don't get a lot of dick pics though. I don't, um, uh, I don't either, but I haven't really gotten, uh, I think that's the only one I've ever gotten. And it was an accident. Unsolicited. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, hello, you just hurt my eyes. Actually, I I, (laughs) I think I may have before, but like they're mostly like a friend being like, look at this. Like whether it's like my super gay queen friend who always is like sending me memes of guys like having sex and you can see their dick. And I'm like, okay. All right. Well, Hilarious. this doesn't really affect me the same way it affects you, but thank you, though. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's either that or a girlfriend being like, oh, my God, look, and, like, this. sends a screenshot. And usually that's how I'm seeing them. And No, my girlfriend will send me pictures of guys. Yeah. She's always sending me pictures of dudes that she thinks that are really fine. And look yeah. at this. But, you know, it's funny. I think it's because I'm a stand-up comedian. A yeah. lot of the comics, a lot of my female comic friends... We don't we're, we're we don't get those pe- because people are afraid that we're gonna make jokes about them. Hell yeah! So they're not gonna send us dick pics like because they're afraid of us. They're afraid to end up on stage. They're afraid oh, yeah. to end up in a in a meme. But do you think that even take it a step further? And when you're on a date with a dude and he knows like what you do, do you yes. think they're a little bit afraid to like open up or like that you're even in the moment gonna poke fun? Like not even that you're gonna bring it to the stage, but like it's hard to go up a up against the stand-up comedian mm-hmm. you guys are quick yeah well i think once it depends like i think once people get to know me and they know that i'm not on all the time yeah. a lot of some comedians are like mm-hmm. there are some comics that i don't want to be around as a <laughs> comic because they don't know how to turn it off everything yeah. is joke 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 and after a while it gets really it's annoying. exhausting but um what i get from guys is that they try to out funny me and you're like oh giving me jokes and they're always they turn on and then they start to, you know, try to, everything is trying to be funny. And it gets, that gets really annoying. Cause yeah, yeah I do it for a living. Yeah. It's my job. You know, it's like, you don't go out with a dentist and open your mouth and ask them <laughs> to check your molars. No. But like, it's, it's really, uh, it gets annoying. It's yeah. obnoxious after a while. Especially yeah. when people aren't funny and they're mm-hmm. trying to be successful. That's, that's painful worse. to sit through. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Nobody likes that. Nobody no. wants to be a part of that. I dated a stand-up comedian one time. I went like on two dates with him and he was that guy on all the time. Like constant. I felt like there should be like a drum behind him going dun dun oh, after everything no. he said. I'm like, okay, I cannot. Yeah, those use... are the worst. Those are the most insecure yes. men yeah. are comedians that are the insecure comics are the worst because that's the one thing they feel like they have and they have to, they use that you know, till the wheels fall off. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm funny, I'm funny, I'm funny, I'm funny. And they're like, no, you're annoying, you're annoying. You're yeah. annoying. I want to kill you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stab my own eyes out. I went out with a comedian once and he, it sounded like he wanted to slit his wrists. Like, he oh, was yeah. off. Well, then he was so that, off. I was like, go back on. That's the Please. other thing too, right? Like, some of them are so dark. And you know what I, one of my pet peeves <laughs> about? I love a funny guy. A hundred percent when it's organic and whatever, even if you're a stand up comedian, like you just give Some it a little here and there. Funny. But like when you are dark and then you, you use people's like at someone else's expense, basically, if you're going to make people laugh at someone else's expense, like to be mean to that person, that's a major turn off to me. I'm like, okay, now you're just, this is just getting dark and weird. Yeah. And no, and, and she, what she's talking about is those, uh, the depressed comics. Cause so much comedy is rooted in pain. There are quite a few, 
Like the you know I'm in a comedy club and a new com- and a comedian gets a new TV show I know to leave because I know that the the depression and the envy and the jealousy and oh. the meanness is going to be about us because so many of us are just tempering our our depression and our sadness into comedy that's how we deal with a lot of our issues so those though yeah they can be depressing everything is you know FML like it mm. it, it, it gets I'm I'm very I'm a happy person. So I kind of like, and I can be cynical and I can be bitter and yeah. angry like everybody else, but I don't, I'm so happy to be doing what I love to do that I just don't let myself get beat down by the other stuff that's around me. But a lot of comedians, you know, you, they're, you, you, they're like, you, you, you feel like they should be on suicide watch all the time. <laughs> it's a hard industry. Plus, yes, comedy is rooted in like some pain. sadness and pain and that can come out and and sometimes on stage it's really funny yeah. when someone's super Absolutely. serious and like talking about themselves and then but then they get off stage and you're like oh that's really Holy what you BS. have like this guy was like my ex-girlfriend cheated on me and took the dog <laughs> and now i have a house and it's empty no dog oh i'm like cool do you want to order a meal like food or what do you you know should we go i thought of five guys i know (laughs) good that's how sad it is like that's running rampant in the com the comic world what you said you're in a comedy club what does that mean like oh no no you just said i'm part of a comedy club and when someone leaves and gets a show no no i said if i'm inside of a comedy club i thought i was gonna say what is that and how can i be a part of that because Uh, that sounds really fun sounds like a party i have a bunch of they have a bunch of cliques in the comedy uh, community i fortunately am not a part of any of them so i I like the fact that i can operate by myself because it gets really clickish. No, but I'm saying like if we're at a comedy club, Whitney Cummings got her new TV show. Oh my God, the you you the the hate that spewed. It's just it gets overwhelming, and if you don't leave, you become consumed by it because then you start thinking, why don't I have a TV show? Oh, what did I yeah. do wrong? I'm not good enough. It's the same, you know. But it gets it can be. Depressing. It's kind of like dating. Oh yeah, that right? when you're like, why didn't he pick me? What right. what? And then you see the guy on Instagram with another girl or something. You're like, what her? Well, what's wrong with me? Like you're always comparing is like a really bad thing. Terrible. Oh, no, it's the devil. Yeah. <laughs> it is the devil. But it's hard not to do it, especially when you guys are all like doing shows together. You're all mm-hmm. trying to do the same thing yeah. or something like it. And then something happens for somebody or whatever. And you're like, ugh, you know, you just how do you like make how do you remove yourself from that and not let it affect you? Well, I mean, I try to stay busy. I, I am pretty busy. Um, thank, Thankfully, uh, I am. Um, I keep myself working. I'm a woman in comedy, so the opportunities for me and, and being a woman of color are, you know, far less than any of the people around me who are always complaining. So to hear a white man complain about how he's not going to get a TV show, a white straight man, you know, I'm like, well, you know, imagine being a gay dude who's always the sidekick on a show. Yeah. It has to be the comic relief who you don't hear the, the story of the, that guy's plight. Or you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. as a as a woman of color, they want me to be loud and and ignorant and obnoxious, and they expect me to be do the Rosie Perez, <laughs> do the Sofia Vergara. I'm like, oh I'm my like, god. Oh wait, but know. can you do it? No, because I, I speak English, <laughs> right? You know what I mean. So my mom worked really hard so that I could speak English, and then I go into an audition, and they're like, "Can you do an accent?" And I'm like, "Can you suck my?" You can say it. You can say it. <laughs> Go for it. It's here. so annoying. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, 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 I have to stay, maintain, keep my focus and remember that the cream rises to the top. I work really hard and I work on being a good comic 
and just I just got to continue to believe that opportunities will come for me. And they do because, yeah. I, you know, I, I line myself up with the work. But it's you hear these guys complain all the time. I can't believe she got a show. She's not even funny. All she does is talk about sucking dick. All you talk about is masturbating and porn. Yes. Right. Shut up. Exactly. You know? Every many, dude talks about the same thing. How many? Suit. And there's so many, as to your point, male stand-up comedians. We've all seen a million of their shows. I have a million friends that do stand-up comedy. So you sit through their shows, and then that person's a headliner, and they all talk about the same shit. It's funny, mm-hmm. but they do. They really do. It's like, how do you not see that? And you know what? Hollywood appoints them, because the machine likes to appoint who they like. The funny thing is that those guys are not relatable, not just to us because we're women, or me because I'm a person of color. But if you go to Iowa or Minnesota or Nebraska, those hardworking people that don't have these glamorous lives, they don't know what you're talking about <laughs> when you're talking about your Uber driver or you're talking about these people go to work every day. That That's the rest of the country. Those are the people that watch your TV shows. That's and a good then you point. wonder why your shows get canceled. Nobody can relate to this skinny white boy that's a vegan talking about <laughs> how he jacks off the porn on, at noon on day. These people are busy working. Yeah. And, right. and no, you know, and no this to them because their perspective and their point of view is valid but they just douse us with that so much and then we wonder why tv shows get canceled because the rest of the country can't relate to that exactly they're people they're not caricatures they're not in hollywood they don't wake up at noon they by noon they are on lunch break from work exactly and it's just (laughs) even young people that i meet across the country that are in other places, they can't relate to that. They're not walking around with skinny jeans, you know, <laughs> eating a salad that they paid twenty three dollars for. They're, yeah. they're they're trying to make a way and make it through life. Yeah. So, so you have uh, obviously a really broad range of the country through like touring with yeah. shows, right? Absolutely. So, how do you keep your shows relatable then? Well, I mean, I I just talk about the human experience. I try my best not to get. You know, I, I definitely don't brag about what I have because I live in Hollywood and because I'm an entertainer. That's certainly not the way to go get the people by way of comedy and say, hey, I'm just like you. But, you know, um, I I, uh, I don't eat that. And I don't I mean, I, yeah. I try my best to just talk about the human experience, my my life and how I grew up. And you have two kids. I do have two kids and being a mom and being, you know, just talk about my life. Like, and so many people, how many white men come up to me after my shows and say, I'm so glad you, I came to see you. I didn't think women were funny. And then I saw you and I can relate to your experience. Like it happens more, more to me than the, the guys that open for me because they, they are listening to something that is a reflection of their lives. Mm-hmm. I'm not insulting them or berating them for not having, you know, a Birkin bag or, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Yes. So you also have a show called Truth Serum. I do. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Truth Serum is a show that I do on Tuesdays. It's a, uh, it's a video, a video podcast. The owner of the station is always pissed with me because I, I call it everything. Everything. It's a podcast. It's a radio cast. <laughs> it's a show uh, where we talk about issues and I have comedians come on and we get serious because everybody expects comedians to always be clowns. And we talk about everyday issues from a real place. And we talk about like yesterday, we talked about the LGBT school in Atlanta that is opening and it's a kindergarten through 12th grade school for children that are in the LGBT community. Nice. Um, we talked about uh, the guy who wanted to legalize rape on private property, who says that women should be penalized for being raped when they're on somebody else's property, which sounds completely... I did not hear that, and that is ludicrous. What yeah. if she has taken, like, 
to the place. Like, what if she didn't go there willingly? What well, she might be there now, but like, well, I mean, what if somebody kills somebody on somebody's property? Do yeah. you get away because no, you it's know, fine because it's your house. So you yeah. can do whatever the fuck you want, <laughs> right? So it, it, you know, and we talk about stuff like that. And comedian, I mean, it's funny because a lot of comedians have a funny spin on heavy things, but we talk about that kind of stuff. And you know, I get a lot of uh, backlash. I get a lot of people who. Um, Get pissed off. I, I did the nightly show and I got death threats. Wait, of- so what do you think? Like, what's the biggest thing you think you've said or brought to light in one of these shows that people had the hugest problem with? Uh, basically, I think it's it's not so much that what I'm saying. It's because I'm saying it that really bothers. Wait, people. what is, what do you mean by that? Because I am a woman of color. Oh, that's just I the mean- misogyny and the racism is so alive. If you go to my Facebook, like my like page, you will see people call me or threaten me or say, because I, I stand up for what I believe in. And I, and it's, I'm not politically oriented. Like I really don't care about either of the parties. I've been registered independent since I started voting. Cause I vote for people and issues. I'm not, I'm not part of the Yankees, Red Sox, right. political uh, <laughs> circus that's going on now. I have a Democrat. I'm a proud right wing. It feels so civil war still, doesn't yeah, it? It's, <laughs> it's so silly. Well, yeah. I mean, it's so extreme. And the, the, when you talk to most human beings, they're not that extreme about anything. You're right. They, they, no. When, when it comes to human emotions. Being again. so left or so right is crazy to me. And to put yourself in that category, it's just not realistic. It's also a little archaic because if everything yeah. else is changing, shouldn't they make more parties? Yeah. Well, and shouldn't those parties have why different platforms? Just, why don't you just be who you are and not be like, I'm this? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have very mixed views on a lot of things. And sometimes I pull a little more conservative and sometimes a little more liberal. But I certainly don't ever want anybody to be hurt. You know, I don't hate people because of uh, their race or their gender. And and it's hard not to hate men with the way they treat us. You know what I mean? It's hard not to want to say, I hope, you know, every man that's out there hating on women get raped in a parking lot, you know, with a dry dildo. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, dry, a, dry, <laughs> dry. dry. So it hurts a lot. AF. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and I don't because I, I, I believe that, you know, all human beings are, are you know, they are worthy of life and love and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. But don't get mad at me because I'm speaking out of against. Uh, I think what I think what the thing that drew the most uh, controversy was when um, the the I think he was a Colonel Andrews and Stacey Dash talked about President Obama and they, they called, she called him a piece of shit. And he said he called him a pussy. And I said that I thought that that was that was poor judgment as someone who's been in the military to call uh-huh. their commander in chief a pussy. And I don't care if it's Obama or George Bush. I just don't think it's. I think we need to get back to a place where we respect our leaders because yeah. we're so disrespectful of the, of the leadership. People from other countries look at us and disrespect us because they're like, those people are... They don't even care. Right. So why yeah, should like, we? That's why people throw shoes at George Bush or you know people throw tomatoes at Donald Trump because the, the our political situation has become a circus. And so when I said that... Oh my God! I mean, I, I actually someone flew down to North Carolina with me for one of my weekends because they were concerned about my safety. No way! Wow! Because yeah, I was going to the South, and they were like, "We don't want anything to happen to you. We want to make sure you're okay." Jeez. And I have security people that are traveling with me now because people get really, really bent out of shape when, um, wow, when they figure out that black people are free. Like, wait, <laughs> they, they just figured it out. They're like, it's oh, my God, I can't. It, I mean, to me, I it's uh, I think that 
I still am in shock here, even hearing things like this. Like, yeah, randomly you'll hear people doing or saying something super racist every now and then. And you're like, well, it's a reminder that it's still really alive. And like, I think the community I live in and where I grew up, I grew up in San Francisco. It wasn't really, it was a mix of all of the people for most of the time. So to me, it still shocks me to hear things like that, that people are like, yeah. crazy all, and we're mis- from miami so yeah from florida. and the yeah. misogyny is even worse because if you uh if you look at so when people attack sarah palin like the liberals attack sarah palin they call her stupid and they'll say she's an idiot she doesn't know what she's talking about a lot of times she doesn't she's ranting and she's just drawing on emotion and pushing the buttons but when you hear the the conservative people talk about Hillary Clinton, it's violent, it's sexual, yeah. it's aggressive, it's and I'm not I'm not claiming sides or I'm not defending sides, but the arguments are really different. Like I, you know, Hillary Clinton needs to get raped, you know, by five black men. Jesus, why do you think it's different? I I think because it comes from misogyny and racism. And I think that a lot of people who are fighting to keep America great or go back to what America used to be are just really having a difficult time coping with the ever-changing times that women and and people of color are entitled to. And you think Hillary Clinton represents that? Oh, my God. The fact, listen... America, Barack Obama is a black man and Hillary Clinton is a woman and Barack Obama became a president before a white woman. What does that tell you about the way they feel about women? Of course. Right. You know what I mean? And not, not to say that President Obama doesn't deserve to be there because I, I'm no one, I'm not a political analyst to, that really is, you know, qualified to say that. But I will say that I do believe that you know, women have such a long way to go. They have mm-hmm. such a long way to go worldwide. It's, it is a, a universal issue for us. You know, and if you look at the way women are treated everywhere, this this black dude was on my Facebook page the other day saying, I disagree with you that women are the most oppressed group on the planet. Then you don't know what you're talking about because your daughter is going to grow up and make less money than a man, have to be worried about being raped. If she goes to Africa, she'll get circumcised. If she goes to the Middle East, she could get stoned to death for being raped. If she goes to China or and has a baby, it can get bit aborted mm-hmm. because it's a, a girl. girl. Right. You know what I mean? Sex it's like, slaves, like the whole thing, everything. All over the, the and if you if you can't honestly say that that is the case then you are living in denial denial so, yeah. or just not knowledgeable enough to know yeah. the facts or that, hatred yeah. or and, hatred yeah and, and that exists so since <laughs> we believe that women should have rights absolutely we are big fans of the app bumble Oh, nice. You got you got me on all the apps. Yes, exactly. Well, so now there's another one you have to get on. Well, you have you have a relationship, but so or you don't. You might have one. We don't know, which is why we're going to play this game right now and find out. So we're going to have Ida use our Bumble accounts and write to some of the people we've matched with and see what her opening line is going to be. We want her truth serum to I come love out. It. We yes. want her like, I'm going to tell you like it is because we... I think an outside party helps and an outside honest party helps. So we and you're funny. So I funny. To. I mean, I've been heavy today, but I, I, I've been known to be funny. Uh, Raya, you can suck my dick. You guys wait. Yeah, tell. Me. Yeah. And I believe it's rooted in ageism or racism. I, I Well, I can't say ageism because some of my girlfriends that are white are, you know, are actually my age. Um, I just have kids. But uh, you should be ashamed of yourself for the way your elitism and uh, your lack of truth with your app. And I am writing the funniest blog about you. (laughs) 
so I want you to know. I hope they tell you. I hope I'm going to read that. I'm going to know post what you it. have to say. Okay, so this is Jen's phone. We're on Bumble, and these are some matches that she needs to respond to. So you see at the top, there's the the circles that say like expiring connections, and there are yellow dots next to it. Okay, so Eric with a K. Uh, all the way. Yes, top left. Yeah. Well, yeah. Eric. Well, yeah. No, she just click on Eric, and then now you can talk to him. That's yeah. It. He says, yeah. First of all, we're going to release Eric with a K because every Eric with a K that I know is gay. Okay, so there, bye, <laughs> bye, bye, Eric. Eric. Bye, Eric. Um, and uh, let's see. Louis, P.S. Hi, Jennifer. I had to fly autocorrect. No doubting the end. Luckily, I won. Staying safe in this crazy weather today. P.S. It's taken me a while. Haven't been on much. He's a liar. <laughs> She's like, I don't even want to respond to him. A guilty mind needs no accusing is my response to him. Ooh, I like that. I haven't been on here a while. We just want, I just want you to like pick somebody and just say, I mean, you're, Oh, is she? Oh, she's responding. Are you responding to Lewis right now? Yeah. Oh, what did you say? <laughs> a guilty mind needs no accusing. Great. Oh, why would great. you tell somebody I haven't been on? Don't apologize. Yeah, for just being, be like, I am back. Right. Yeah, that's a guilty person. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A person that's like truth is like, hey, what's up? They don't have to apologize. Yeah, for that's being a good on point. True. That's a really good point. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, he's not proud of what he's doing. Josh. Uh, oh, I like Josh. Why do you like Josh? Um, you just got a good feeling. Kind yeah. eyes. Yes. Yeah, he does actually have kind eyes. He spells his name correctly. He's got a sweet smile. And he's holding the baby. Here we go. He's oh, doing gosh. A, he's campaigning. I don't okay. know, Josh. Stop the campaign, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to campaign, Josh. Like, take that puppy or that baby out of the photo right. because... Ugh. Hopefully we like you without the baby anyway. I mean, I don't want that someone. baby to be around when we go on a date anyway. So back the... F All up. the ones at the top are brand new. The ones that go straight across the top. It's like... Oh, these are... Yeah. So okay, you can so click into any of those. Okay, and then now we need an opening line. Yeah. Because Bumble, for those of you that don't know what we talk about it often, is... The app where you make a match and then the woman has to contact the man. The guy. You have to contact him. What's yeah. the opening line for him? Uh-huh. Okay. So this dude has a guy holding a maraca in front of him. Let me see that. Oh, wow. He looks fun. Okay. I'm into that. Okay. So, so he's letting you know that. Okay. So he's also sitting with a girl who's on her phone next to him. Oh. Um, I would say, are you a missing cast member from the hills? <laughs> oh, that's what it looks my like. God. Okay, click on it and uh, and put that in there. Great. Oh, okay. I love it. I think the funniest, when we do uh, when we do our internet dating, our funniest, we always have funny uh, intros and, and responses, and we get the best results out of that. When we go too heavy, like, oh, you, you look so nice. I can see the warmth in your soul. Oh, my and goodness. Like, no. <laughs> and out comes the heart. if somebody has a good sense of humor, if they get all yes. bent out of shape. Yeah. Totally. What kills me are, like, people's profiles, though, that say, like, a lot of sarcasm. Oh, yeah. Like, where it's, like, trying too hard to be funny, yeah, but they're, like, yeah. it's, like, negative. And yeah. you, it just reads so negative. Like, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. whatever. We're all on this app anyway, so you might as well swipe right on me. Okay. Yeah, I Don't like, make it a sad thing. I it's want, a cool thing. Yeah, I want you to tell me a little bit about you and then say a funny line or two. Okay. One of my favorite ones still is some dude wrote on his, all his said in his profile was, I used to read Word Up magazine. Ah, and I, I was like, like done. You're not even that cute. Done. Okay, um, who is that? This is Dean. What do we have for Dean? Are you looking for a mommy for those babies? No. <laughs> Wait, why? What's the photo? Are oh, they all babies? Has... 
Oh my gosh, yeah, dogs and babies and all his profile pictures are like dogs and babies. Pulling out all the stops. So yeah, I think that that's funny. Like, did you rent those dogs and babies? Oh Goodness my gosh, Lord. I love that because it's also being funny. You're poking fun at the fact that he has dogs and babies yeah. in every photo and then you're being like super hardcore with your, I want to be your baby mama. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is clearly not the case. But anyway, okay, well, we are going to have to, this is what we're going to do on our next week's show. We're going to have Jen come back on, obviously, because she's the host of the show. <laughs> I was like, where am I going? <laughs> and bring her phone with her and we're going to see what these guys had to say. Yes, what they respond love. to your messages oh my god i'm so excited to see what it is god now i mean i should have pulled mine up but your one is enough speaking of being funny on these apps i actually read my profile the other day and i was like who wrote this story like (laughs) oh this i couldn't have less of a personality it was like i like to do yoga i hang out with my family and i like wine and i like good company that's so funny here's my instagram name you know what mine is Uh, i love spicy tuna on rice cakes yes that's yummy that's my but that's like on a- yeah. <laughs> and then that leaves people with something to say to you. Like, hey, you want to go out and get that spicy tuna? I mm-hmm. think that also it says a little something about you and your spiciness. Yeah. Because you is- are spicy. But you know, it's funny. It's not that serious. Because some yeah. people get, I don't want to deal with somebody. Like, some. I go from Edgar Allan Poe, <laughs> you know, to uh, <laughs> Luis Marquez. I'm like, uh, okay, uh, I, I'm just, I want to go out a few times. I want to have a good time. Yeah. Uh, let's. Let's not conquer the world on date three. No, yes. for sure. Like, it's just, a, you know how they say, um, it's just, uh, there was a book. It's just a fucking date. Was that what it was called? Oh, I don't know, but it oh, sounds I, amazing. I need to read that book. I think that's what it, it's called. It's just, yeah, it's just a fucking date or something like that. Well, I always say this to my girlfriends too. Like, it's just a fucking text. Right. Come That's on. All it is. I have girlfriends that will mull over every word like, hey, um, I would love to hang out. Ooh, wait, maybe I shouldn't say love. Is that too much? Should I say like? I'm oh, like, yeah. oh my God. Who's got time for all that? Just well, say it. While I have my Bumble app open before I close it, I'm going to read you my profile, what it says very quickly. Hey guys, with the little hand that's waving. I'm <laughs> from Miami. I'm 5'4", but I act 6'2". I am a terrible texter. My favorite movies are Rounders, Boiler Room, and all romantic comedies. I love animals and ice cream if the ice cream flavor is Pinot Noir. Very close to family and friends. Love a guy that can hang, that can hang a shelf. What do you think about that? Um, I think that's too much. Do I was going to say it sounds like a lot of words. It I was. I did all the characters you could possibly fit. <laughs> like I feel kind of like it's a, a little like I'm like, okay. I think the, because you're, you, uh, you're never going to have – you guys are never going to have a problem finding a guy that's well, interested in you. It's you finding a guy that you are truly interested true. in. True. Yes. A guy that's interested that's in you is never going to be a problem. So I think you should make them come to you. Your list. <clears throat> I think like a, a really cool list of like, like I used to read Word Up magazine. That would intrigue me I as well. I loved that. Because that, that just lets you know that he's, you know, that's Good somebody. Good taste in music, A. Okay. And, and you know, up, you know, urban sensibility mm-hmm. has is up on the times and it makes you want to know more. I think you, you guys need to do stuff like that. You don't. Well, okay, let me read you mine, which is probably not all that good either. It's a little shorter, but it's, I tried to make it funny, but maybe it's not. Okay. Social butterfly, spicy Italian, lover of animals, wine and talking. Uh, and then hosted after buzz TV and two drunk girls TV. I'm a nice girl until you spill a drink on me. Holla. That's cute. I mean, there's probably some stuff in there I could take out, like who cares that I'm a host of these shows, but I thought maybe it talked about what I did for a living, but maybe that's not necessary. I could probably shorten it. I could too. 
Well, I think that uh, what you're going to do is attract groupies sometimes. When oh. so, it's so hard to let people know what you're doing. Oh, my gosh. Say, you know about that, male, I'm sure. Yeah. Male are, man, men are groupies just like girls. Like the, People think that it's exclusive to women. It's totally so, not. If you see the my Facebook inbox, I can make a web series about my Facebook inbox. Ooh, like, you should. Do it. I should. Do it. My friends are like, expose them all. Do it. Do it. Oh, I would totally like, oh, I'd oh, be so yes. into that. It's so interesting to hear men from that point of view say, oh, I always knew you were going to be talented. <laughs> oh, my God. Fanboys. Love it. Okay, uh, so where can people find you on social media and whatever you're doing right now that they so can watch and listen? I was gesturing to you earlier because I'll be performing for Super Bowl. Weekend yes. In San Jose. Oh! I'll be at the San Jose Performing Arts Center Yay! with Kevin Hart's <gasps> uh, LOL comedy show. Yeah. What? Awesome. So I'm the only woman, the only Latina, so I'm very proud of being on that show. Great. And we're there Saturday night. Okay. And then next weekend, I'll be headlining the San Francisco Punchline. I love, I the, love the Punchline. Oh, nice. I've been there a million times. Great com- comedians have come through there that I've seen, and always a good show. Oh, it's so fun. We're, I'm there. I'm headlining val- Valentine's Day weekend. Oh. So it's going to be hilarious. I wish I was there then. I'm dedicating that weekend to talking about relationships. love and relationships and stuff like that. Amazing. And um, then as far as your social media, where can people... It's funny, Aida, A-I-D-A um, dot com. And that's my Twitter, my Snapchat, which I love Snapchat, my Instagram, which I hate Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Twitter. Yeah, I said Twitter and Periscope. And on, on Facebook, it's uh, Aida, A-I-D-A dot Rodriguez. And if you want to bring it, because I do these videos called I'll Say It For You, and I get hate. Like the other day, I w- there's an let me, and I'll end with this. There's an app called Bros. I don't know if you heard about it. No. But it's for men to have bromance. Oh, yes. I have men, heard of it. Mm-hmm. But they can have sex with each other and still identify straight. But but it's also, what? yes, they, they claim, the app claims that it's not like a homosexual oriented app. But if you want to do it, it's okay. That's like kind of yeah. what they say. Well, but, and there's like discretion because you, you would. Yeah. How is it that they're still straight after they do? Well, it's just saying don't worry about it. It like just makes you feel it's like it's fine. You don't have to. This, we're here to be friends and have a bromance and they play on that term. But if you want to have sex, you can. And it's totally cool. But it's not grinder. To, and you don't have to tell women yeah. that you're you have sex with men. Yeah. How? And it's really, really creepy because there's a clinical therapist behind it saying that men have so much social pressure on them and they shouldn't have to succumb to labels and they should be able to Well, that's for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Well, that's crazy. Anyway, Lauren Leonelli, where can people find you? You can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram, and my website. And don't forget about Two Drunk Girls at all the the social media at Two Drunk Girls. And we drop our video tomorrow at 3, so make sure you watch that Super Bowl. And you can follow us at Complicated Show on all of the things and me, Jennifer Golden, on all of the same sites as well. Uh, We will be back next week with another show. We have... Blake Jameson, who is actually the Tinder hack specialist. Yeah, and don't forget to tell a friend, rate us on iTunes, and come back next week and listen to our show. Have fun Super Bowl weekend, guys. Be safe. Have fun. Bye. Bye. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, only on LA Talk Radio. 